Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. Up and running. Glad you're here with us today, as always. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Steady Second and National Walkers Point. If you're going to the Bucks game, Marquette game, Admirals game, UWM Panthers game. Panthers won last night, too, by the way. They beat Northern Kentucky for the top spot in the Horizon League. Uh, even UWM playing some good basketball. You got uh, Wisconsin playing good basketball, Marquette playing good basketball, UWM playing good basketball. So got a lot of good college hoops in the area. But if you're going to go to anything, including Brewers games and Packers games, Badgers football games, stop down to Stenny's. They run shuttles to all of those games, not to mention they've got great food. Uh, best Bloody Mary's around, by far, best Bloody Mary's around. But uh, as they say, you should be here. So I want to go back, and I want to I want to get your thoughts on everything that Gudikinst was that that he kind of stated. Okay, um, I want to know if there was anything you got out of that. Is there anything you got out of that? And did did he answer questions for you, or did he give you an insight that gives you confidence? Did he give you an insight that makes you go, yeah, this is not good? Um, what, 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 do you, what do you think when you hear Gudikin speak? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. What do you think? Mike Clemens, this was the answer... Mike Clement, I give Mike credit. Mike asked the question. He said, hey, look, Aaron Rodgers broke the thumb. Do you think, do you think that maybe Jordan Love should have played a game or two to let that thumb heal and given them, you know, an opportunity to win the games? Here's was the, here's, here was the response to that question. Yeah, I mean, I think as long as we're in it, you know, we were going to play the guy that gave us the best chance to win those games. You know, I talked here at the bye week. I think we might have been four and eight at the time. Um, it, it was, certainly wasn't looking good, but I did feel that if the guys could come together and just get something started, that we'd have a chance to get back in this. It wasn't in our control at that time. Uh, really proud of, of you know not only the players but the coaching staff, the whole organization. Um, you know, we just you've seen teams quit before in those situations, and our guys never did. They kept coming to work. Um, they didn't blink, um, and we had a couple games fall our way, and then just kind of. We saw it going, and we were really excited to see if we could we could get into these playoffs and see what we could do. But it just didn't happen. But um, no, I think as long as you know, as long as we have an opportunity to keep winning games and keep moving forward and getting the playoffs, we're always going to make the decision to, to to go out and win the game. What? The question was because he didn't listen to the question, or he heard what he wanted to hear. The question was after Rogers broke the thumb, do you think? You should have played Jordan Love. And he said, Well, we were four and eight at the time. No, you weren't. You were three and two. Had you beaten the Jets or beaten the Commanders? You're in. Had you beaten the Bills? Had you beaten the Lions? You're in. This this was Mike asking the question. Take a listen. During that stretch in October, how much consideration did you give to playing Jordan then? quarterback with a fractured thumb missing practice. So September was the Vikings, the Bears, Buccaneers, and Patriots. You get into October, he breaks the thumb against the Giants. You're over in London during that stretch in October. 
You had a quarterback with a broken thumb. Well, we're four and eight at the time. No, you weren't. Or eight and four. Or yeah, four and eight. No. Never listen to the question. Never listen to the question. I, which was disappointing because I wanted an answer, but he wasn't going to give the answer. Um, he said, uh, in regards to now, this is the third time in three seasons you walked off of Lambeau Field in big moments and with losses. He said, the season enders are magnified. As a team, we haven't figured out how to play well in those games. Okay. I, I I can agree with that, but my argument is, well, isn't that coaching? Isn't it, it you know, isn't that isn't that coaching? And then prior to that he had said Jordan Love's ready to play, but we're doing what's best for the team. Okay. What? Okay, I get it with the Rodgers thing. I understand that. But then the question came up after that about, hey, your quarterback broke his thumb. Should you have played Jordan Love? Well, we're going to play who gives us the best chance to win. Okay. They want all the players back. And this was the other question. When it came to, uh, hey, you've got a lot of money wrapped up in some of these guys and Aaron Rodgers. They they asked the question without asking, without basically without saying, hey, you're paying $60 million to Rodgers. What do you expect? Which I'm glad somebody asked it. And his response was, we want all our players here in the offseason. Quarterback and leaders are in the building. We invest a lot, and we want the investment back. And then he followed it up with, but we understand they're veterans. They don't need as much, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the young guys need them here. It was like, but this, but that, but just stop. It, it's just say, hey, look, for, for they don't have to be here. Part of the collective bargaining agreement, it says they don't have to be here. But we want them here. I mean, I give him credit for kind of dancing around that and trying to get that topic in, but he said we invest a lot and we want that investment back, end quote. I don't blame him. That spoke loudly. Uh, I don't know how many times he mentioned the loss of Devontae Adams as hurting them, which then I guess my follow-up question would have been, hey, you mentioned Devontae and the loss of Devontae and how detrimental it was three or four times already. Should you have just paid Devontae the money instead of Rodgers? Should you have gone after harder Devontae than Aaron Rodgers? Because clearly Rodgers wasn't as good without Devontae. Devontae still had a decent season with a decent quarterback thrown to him. I mean, they, they keep going back to the Devontae's not walking through that door. It's not like he was injured. You traded him away. You got rid of him because he didn't want to be here anymore. So I thought that was interesting. I give him credit. He didn't want to. He didn't want to undercut his head coach. I don't know if it's marching orders or if it's his thought or it's the work that he's doing in conjunction with Matt LaFleur, but he danced away from the coaching discussion. When the question was flat out, why should we even think there's going to be a different outcome next year? He said, well, I believe in our group. Uh, it's a hard league. Certainly there's going to be change, but I believe in the process. I believe in the people. Oh, okay. 
There's going to be some changes. I agree with that. There's going to be a couple of additions. You know, it was he talked about um, he talked about uh, you know, well, we've restructured things before. We're probably going to do it again. You know, moving moving money around. Okay. He talked about uh, Darnell Savage going through a reality check and sitting down with him and kind of looking at things differently and really putting his head on. Talked about the defense being in the, in the bottom half. He And that was where he just completely avoided the question. Said, uh, you know, the defense was in the bottom half uh, this year as opposed to last year. Did you miss on the evaluation? It's like, correct me if I'm Ben, does it sound like some people inside that room listen to this program? Yeah, yeah, must be. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I have that answer, uh, by the way. He, go, play it. Yeah, I mean, we all, you know, there's always misses and evaluations at times, but uh, this particular year, I don't, I don't know if I would say that. You know, I think we had some young players um, that uh, started coming on late really well um, that we were counting on, and, and um, that's kind of what we expected. You know, I just don't think we came together and played consistent enough football um, with that group um, early on. There was like, if you guys remember back in the beginning of the season, especially some of the first halves, we were really, really good. Um, but we just didn't carry that through the game, and we weren't good enough for, for where our offense was at the time to, to win the games we needed to win. So, um, But, no, I think, you know, you, you're always going to have hits and misses in the evaluation part of it, and you're going to look back on that and see, and there's always different reasons for that. But, um, like I said, I, I think that's a very talented group, but we did not play like a very, you know, talented football team. There you go. Did you miss in your evaluations? Nope. Nope. He basically said, no, wasn't on me. That's a really talented group, man. Wasn't on me. We had some young players. They came on late. We were counting on. Uh, oh, by the way, it didn't come together early. It didn't come together early. And obviously some injuries latter latter portion of the season. But And then he said, did you see the way we played in the first half of some of those games early on? We played really well. We were a really good defense. Yes, you were. In other words, you were outcoached. Your coach sucks. I'm saying it loud enough so maybe uh, somebody inside the uh, the realm of the Green Bay area might go, oh, wow, uh, here inside the walls of 1265 to go, yeah, we might want to get rid of Joe Barry. He does not sound like he's thrilled if Joe Barry's coming back. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, we're a good group. We're a good group. He also yeah, was I, asked, I mean, we heard this during the season, but about who's going to make the decisions. He said, yeah. oh, yeah, that's Matt's decision, and I support that's him. That's Matt's decision. Pretty much, yep. it feels like he's separating himself from all of that, where if it goes bad again, then everyone yep. gets fired, but he keeps his job. Right, exactly. He's like, nope, the evaluations were good. The evaluations are good. And I'll say this, uh, this is where Mark Murphy does come into play. And I defend Mark Murphy a lot, but this is where Mark Murphy does come into play, where if the silos are truly down, and good against us, and I told you this, this is the way it's got to go. Uh, Gutekinds is sitting in Murphy's office, and he's saying, no, the players are pretty good. You, we've seen them play really well. And then at half, or in the latter portion of the year, you know, they started to come together a little bit, but at half, they were getting out-schemed. So are these players good for only a half? So are they good players, or are they bad players who get lucky in the first half and can't play in the second half? W what is it? No, the players are probably pretty good. The group is probably pretty good. 
Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, we relied on some young guys early on, uh, you know, didn't come together early. And then he, then he made it a point to go, did you see how good the defense was in the first half of some of those ball games early on? Yeah. He made a, he, they, there you go. There's your, there is your dagger. There's your dagger right there. That Just is the. Just about that too, Bill. Thank you very much. That is the, yeah, uh, our defensive coordinator got out coached in the second half of ball games. That's what that is. There you go. He got out coached. You don't tackle live at any point. Nope. Don't tackle live at any point. At any, any time. We don't tackle. Nothing. How about that? Would you go as far as to say, after listening to that and knowing everything we know, that Goody himself wants LaFleur to fire Barry, but knows that yep. if he, as you say, attaches himself to that anchor, then it could bring him down? It Absolutely. Absolutely. The more I listen to that and the more, because I wrote, I sat here and, and basically transcribed things in my notes as I was listening to all of that. And when he said that and said, did you see how good we were in the first half of some of those ball games? You know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. In other words, yeah, we were really good. In the second half of those games, we weren't. Why? We got out coached. We got out coached. That's exactly what he's saying without saying it. So, like I always say, it's not what he's saying. It's what he's saying about what he's not saying. And he didn't say... Yeah, we got out coach, but he just said it without saying it. Yeah. Did you see how good we played in the first half of those ball games? Like, you guys remember back in the beginning of the season, especially some of the first halves, we were really, really good. Uh, we were really we good. We just didn't carry that through the game, and we weren't good enough yeah. for, for where our offense was at the time. To... Yeah, we weren't good enough for where our offense was. Our offense, we knew it would be a work in progress, but did you see how we, we played really, really good in the first half of those ball games? We just didn't carry it through the game at halftime. Why? <laughs> Joe Barry. That's why. Just got to listen sometimes. I don't think he wants Joe Barry around. I don't think he has faith in Joe Barry. I don't know what kind of pressure there is on Matt LaFleur to say, hey, Matt, you got to get rid of Joe. That's soft, soft zone. It cost you in the first half of the season. It cost you in the second half of a lot of ball games, And it cost you on your third down in season. But you go ahead and keep that guy around. You go ahead and do it. Keep him. There you go. Yeah. Keep him. You know why? Because you are gripping a boat anchor, pal. Because when this fails next year, and I add even more talent to this team, and I keep a lot of the talent that's here that we believe in, I'm not going down. Russ isn't going down. You're going down. Because you held on to that dude. Let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. Bottom of the hour, Bill Huber, Sports Illustrated. He was in that press. He asked, asked a couple really good questions. I'm proud of Bill. Proud of Bill for what he asked. He didn't get the answers we were looking for, but I'm proud of him that he at least asked a damn question because the media gets criticized. all. Well, why don't you ask the question? He asked the question. He got a craptastic answer. Stick around. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. 
the Bill Michael Show. We continue on. This was brought to you by our friends at Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. Sloppy Joe's. Smoke on the Water's got a music series going on. Uh, they've got uh, some really cool stuff out there at Smoke on the Water in Okachi Lake on Saturday night this week. Saturday night blues jazz stuff. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Some blues and jazz stuff going on at Sloppy Joe's out in Hubert, or uh, excuse me, uh, not at Sloppy Joe's. It's Smoke on the Water out on Okachi. Now, if you're going to say go for uh, a beverage, a, a old fashioned, uh, something like that. Uh, tonight for a fish fry tomorrow, you can stop out the Sloppy Joe's. But tomorrow night out at uh, Smoke on the Water, they've got some good music. The music series continues in the downstairs. So if you're heading out and you want to get some good uh, rhythm and blues, jazz, that kind of thing, head over to uh, Smoke on the Water. The music series continues coming up tonight. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go to John listening to us in New Jersey. John, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Uh, Bill, did I think we're stupid or what with these press conferences? First first of all, I was just talking to Ben. I'm from Philly. I'm from Jersey here. If the New York media or the Philadelphia media had press conferences with their GM, they would rip them apart, man, about what happened this year. Remember Ron Wolf fired Ray Rhodes after one year? I don't think Ray Rhodes would worry about what the head coach would have said about a defensive coordinator. He would have got rid right. of him. So right. I don't understand what the hell's going on. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like you said, it's going to happen again next year. They're not going to change. I am uh, I, I am optimistic, but I am now raised one eyebrow at uh, the prospect of the 2023 season. And because I look at it this way, if Rodgers is back, you got maybe one more shot. You got to put all your cards on the table and you got to put your best out there. Running this guy back out there again. That's not putting your best out there. That's that's wasting another year or maybe your final year of Aaron Rodgers, and I think it's stupid. Oh, uh, Bill, you heard about, obviously, LaFleur's brother, right, Mike? Robert yep. Sala didn't care. He let him go. He didn't go. He, yep. he didn't say, if you let him go, you let me go. He stayed, and LaFleur's gone. Right. I just hope we don't yep. get him. Hope we don't <laughs> get him because he's terrible. He's that's terrible. the other he question. Yeah, you saw him up close and personal. Oh, forget about it. Forget it. Forget it. Bill, you know what? Even Rodgers, I'm getting sick of him, man. I'm getting sick of him. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. You know, I think that there's a lot of people that have. No, I agree. There's a lot of people that have Aaron Rodgers fatigue right now, no doubt. Have a good weekend, Bill. All right, bud. Appreciate it, man. Um, He's right. He's right. Um, Look, Salah said offensive coordinator is not working. We went through three quarterbacks. This was mishandled. We didn't do things right. Changes have to be made. We didn't make the postseason. I, I do believe in what Matt LaFleur said about continuity, 100%. 100%. But you have to ask yourself, you you know, I know they keep saying we got to do what's best for the Green Bay Packers, but you have a, a unique situation. You have a unique situation. You got to, if you're going to run it back and you're going to put this whole thing back together again, you have got, you can't do the same thing. You can't hope that Joe wakes up tomorrow and goes, oh, I get it now. Why? That is going to be the biggest fold your arms, throw them on your chest, and say show me something moment out of Packer Nation ever, ever. Because nobody believes. Nobody believes it. And I'm not knocking the defenders, the players. It's going to be great to get Rashawn Gary back. It's going to be great to get Eric Stokes back. To add that depth, I hopefully it only gets better. Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, hopefully it only gets better. Preston Smith, you'll get him on an uptick. You know, he had a pretty good season, statistically speaking. 
But the pressure, consistency of the pressure wasn't necessarily there, not what we became kind of accustomed to. But he had a pretty decent season. Hell yeah. But you, you hope that there's another uptick in all of this. Pressure's there. Quarterbacks are under siege. They're getting it up front. You know, you hope that it all happens, right? But the one thing that's not going to change is the guy calling the plays. Mr. Soft Zone. Mr. Second and Six, so play 10 yards back. I, you know, how, how, you know, and then you still got Matt LaFleur calling the plays. First and goal, let's go shotgun, empty backfield. Second and goal, let's go shotgun, empty backfield. Third and goal, let's go shotgun, empty backfield. Or, by the way, our, our, our slower runner of the two, let's have him stutter step his way to a handoff. Um, ESPN Steve says is LaFleur another McCarthy in that he has uh, has to be the smartest one in the room and not hire somebody who is smarter than him. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think what he would like is much like M- Mike McCarthy wanted. Mike McCarthy wanted somebody to take over the defense and not have to worry about it. I think that's what Matt LaFleur wants. Now, when it comes to the offense, I think it's the three and or four-headed monster of Tom Clements, Stenovich, LaFleur, uh, and Rodgers. Um, our buddy Dwayne says, uh, let's look at it like this, like a business. Uh, there were failures in management. Don't they owe it to the organization to dissect and find the problem, problems that are obvious, and then make changes? It's mind-blowing. I 100% agree. Oh, geez. Tidbit says, please call him correctly, Matt LaFluffer. Oh, my God. Ben, there you go. Relax. Yeah. Relax. Uh, Mark says, Bill, you said it over and over. You can't unsee it. I, I know. Yeah, Tidbit has all that has that image in our brains. I, I know, right? He's got that in his head. I, I agree. <laughs> I... I look. I appreciate the fact that you and and uh, our buddy John from New Jersey is correct, you know. And, and but I, I I'll say this about the media: Bill Huber brought it, Mike Clemens brought it. I heard those questions. What I wanted to hear, I think they were hard questions, and I never got a legit answer. They weren't even addressed. The question about the defense, about, hey, if you're an evaluator and you believe you've got good players, then what happened? Um, that was kind of addressed by not addressing it, but by saying certain things, going, did you, we, we played really, really well in the first half of those games. <laughs> we just didn't play a whole game. In other words, we got out coached. Okay, I, that I can live with. The question about, hey, your quarterback broke his thumb. Do you think Jordan Love should have played? I, that thing went to a whole other area of weirdness. In that answer, it's like, were you listening to what was said? He was, Bill, he was asked at the start, do you want Aaron Rodgers back? And he said, oh, yeah, Aaron, Bakhtiari, Jones, we want all of them back. Right. I would have said, yeah, but do you want Aaron Rodgers back? Right. Try to pound the specifics as much as you can, even though yeah, probably wouldn't have answered it. Yeah, he said, I want all these guys back. Yep. Uh, he said the year was a year dealing with injuries, a lot of moving pieces. Uh, but he said, uh, he said, I like the way he led us. Talking about Aaron Rodgers, like the way he led us. Does he mean kind of behind the scenes when he got into the 
the positivity and the manifestation of positive and and all that because I that I can understand. Um, but the other thing that, that Goody said, and I thought this was an emphatic statement. He said we made a big commitment to him, and it certainly wasn't for just this year. In other words, you're not leaving us high and dry. You wanted it. You wanted the money. We didn't commit to you for just a season. You wanted the money. Go take your time, but come back. And then when he said we invest a lot and we want our investment back, that was a loud statement too, and I, I applaud him for that. So there was some areas that I kind of actually went, oh, okay, I get it. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Bill Huber, he was in that room. Big kudos to Bill. He asked some good questions. Stay tuned. We got more. He's going to join us coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Back to my question from a minute ago about what went wrong. So what gives you confidence that you're going to have largely the same group of players, you're going to have maybe the entirely same coaching staff, that a group that couldn't find any answers for six months is going to find them in 2023? You know, I believe in our group. I really do. I think uh, every year is new. And, um, you know, this is a hard league, um, but I, I believe in the players. Certainly there's going to be change in, within our roster. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I believe in kind of the organization, how we do things. I believe in the process. Sometimes things don't go your way, and you kind of look at it, and you got to go tweak things. Um, but I, I believe in the people in, in this building, and um, yeah, I'm excited for 2023. Welcome back to the program. So, first of all, yeah. Yeah, give Bill Huber credit for asking the damn question. He didn't get much of an answer, but uh, give him credit for asking a question. You know, look, it's if it's not the talent, then what the hell, you know? Uh, Bill Huber now joining us on the on the hotline. You can follow him at Bill Huber SI over on Twitter. Bill, how you doing? Kudos to you, man, for asking a real question. <laughs> how you doing, Bill? I'm doing good. Um, did, uh, you know, the answer at all impress you? Well, I guess he said what he had to say, right? Um, but, you know, everybody wants us to throw, throw all these questions out there like we're going to get some answers. But it's it's not like it's a few good men, right? It's not like that that you can't handle the truth scene. I mean, this, is, this isn't the movies, right? If these guys don't want to answer questions, they don't have to answer them. I, mean, I don't care how we ask them. So I, I asked the question. I didn't expect he's going to say anything. But, you know, I, I suppose he probably believes what he says, right? I mean, certainly he believes in his players. He picked them. So there's that part. And... Um, certainly, he's not going to go throw, throw the coaching staff under the bus because you know he's part of hiring Lafleur, and Lafleur is in charge of the coaching staff. So Cootie's hands are kind of tied there too. So I guess I'm not surprised at the answer. Um, but the guys, I, I wish I wish I knew what he thought. If, if, if that's what he really thinks, or if he thinks there's, there's some sort of problems with scheme or or whatever it is, but you know, certainly never going to say it in this setting. I, I did think, though, what he didn't say, and I, I thought the answer to the question of the defense, you know, hey, if the – you because you, you asked him, you said, hey, if the va- evaluations are good, then what happened? And he said, you know, did you see our defense in the beginning of the season? It was really, really good in the first half, and then there wasn't continuity, blah, blah, blah. In other words, yeah, we got out coached in the second half of a lot of ball games. I mean, he said it without saying it to me. Yeah, I, I, and I wanted to follow up, but there's a whole bunch of people in the room who also have questions to ask, and you can't just sit there and monopolize the conversation. But, yeah, right. the first thing I thought, too, is like, well, if you're playing good in the first half and things go to bleep in the second half, who the hell's fault is that? So, yeah, I, I assume that would be a, a coaching thing. And, you know, 
You know, he mentioned the youth of the of the defense. I'm thinking you have one rookie starter. I mean, right? The defense wasn't young. I mean, that, that's I'm so sick of the young guy crap. You know, I mean, they had a couple of young rookie receivers out there who played a bunch, but the you know, defense was fairly veteran, and the offense was other than the receivers um, that was a better bunch too. I just think the young guy stuff is just such garbage. Um, I I agree I, with you. I think a bunch of I think a bunch of guy. I think the quarterback underachieved. Um, some of the veterans that he signed underachieved. Uh, I think it was just an underachieving team and um, a coaching staff, a coaching staff that seemed to have no answers for. It. I, uh, I, I the big giant uh, you know pink elephant in the room is the Joe Barry question, and we all know that Matt Lafleur has already indicated he doesn't expect any changes, uh, maybe additions, but not necessarily changes to his coaching staff. Uh, are they making a mistake? Because the whole thing was, well, Darnell Savage have to ha- kind of had to have a reality check or a come to me come to Jesus meeting, you know, and then why did the guys underachieve? And the second first half were good, but the second half wasn't. And, you know, it all points to coaching. I mean, without saying it. So you, it seemed like Goody kind of distanced himself today from Matt LaFleur because if you run this back and you have the same guys and the same results, Goody kind of made it clear, like, look, I'm evaluating the talent. And I said that uh, that meeting was probably relatively awkward with him and Mark Murphy saying, you know, hey, I picked some pretty good guys this year. Christian Watson started to show up. Romeo Dobbs started to show up. Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker, they, they, they played significant roles. The guys that I've re-signed started to show up. Don't blame me. You know, and so he kind of separated himself a little bit today, I thought, from uh, Matt LaFleur. Yeah, I mean, it's in this wasn't anything new, but it, it is LaFleur's coaching staff. So there's, to that extent, there's, you know, Goody's not going to go over his head. That's just not how it works. So, um, yeah, I guess probably did point fingers there, I would say. But of course, it's, of course, the GM is never going to point the fingers at his personal decisions either. But by and right. large, I mean, as much crap as Goody's taken, and I get it for the receiver stuff to some extent, but the draft class looks really good, right? Right. Um, there, there wasn't a whole lot of money to spend in free agency, and he spent that on Keyshawn Nixon and Rudy Ford and Jaron Reed. Those three guys played pretty dang well, too. So I thought for as much um, crap as Goody's taken for the personnel, I actually thought he had a pretty dang good year, just that the rest of the guys didn't play very well. The um, I, I thought the offense, I understand. It took them a little while. They had some shuffling up front. They didn't start out very well, but they never got on track. And this whole thing, he used Devontae Adams' name or Tay four times in this presser. Well, we lost Tay. Well, Tay was gone. Well, they traded him away. You know, I mean, it wasn't like he quit or he decided to go to another team and took a free agent offer. They traded him away because he was pissed. He didn't want to be here anymore. That's on them. So my argument is nobody brought up Sammy Watkins because it's like, dude, you, you, you missed on Sammy Watkins. You brought in a guy that's perennially, uh, you know, all the time injured, hamstrings, the whole deal. Same thing happened. He wasn't very good. All of this falls partly on, uh, I'll say, the uh, the shoulders of the quarterback. But, you know, you made a bad choice. So when he said we need veteran voices in that room, I got the sense that either Cobb or somebody like that is coming back or they're going to go out and find another guy or two to help them satisfy that uh, that wide receiver room, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I, Lazard probably jumps to the forefront there too. Who's you know he's Lazard is. Oh god! Uh, and, you know he's, he's he's in the middle of his career. You know he, he Lafleur's offense likes a receiver that does the dirty work. He, he's done all those things. He's, he, he's a good player, right? I mean, um, that he wasn't the number one receiver that Rodgers hyped him up to be. That's not Lazard's fault. That's Rodgers right. probably overselling Lazard's potential. I think Lazard for what he is is a good player. You know, and 
if Christian Watson's your explosive guy and, and Dobbs has got some explosive to him, I think you do need that Lazard kind of guy. And, you know, he's a guy that the quarterback trusts and he's a, was a leader of that group and, you know, he's never turned on a block in his life. So I would, I would think that makes some sense to bring him back. I, but my issue is is that this overhype of Alan Lazard, he's a guy. He's a third, maybe a fourth receiver. He's a guy. I like the fact that he, you're right. He does like to block downfield. He is quality at it. I, I appreciate all of that. But the, the the whole hype of, oh, no, Alan and this and that, and he he's a great – I agree he's a route runner. Right? But there's nothing dynamic about, about Alan Lazard. And let's be honest, when he's open, half the time the quarterback doesn't throw the ball to him anyway. Yeah, but again, if, if you have a lot of faith in Watson and Dobbs, what's wrong with them as your number three receiver? Right? The, the Rams, the Rams have a guy like him in their offense. The Bears picked up EQ to be that guy in the offense. This offense kind of demands someone in that role, right? So, um, it would seem to be a logical sign resigning. I would think he probably has more value here than he's going to get in trades elsewhere. I would think. I still think you need uh, Watson, Dobbs. And another guy other than Lazard, you got to bring in somebody else. Do, do you agree with that, or do you think you're going to just run with those three main guys going into next season? No, I probably would because I don't, I don't think those you know the rookie class has really proven that they can be that guy. Right? I mean, it, it, some of that, well, not some of it, a bunch of it's the injury stuff. I, I, right. I need to see more of Dobbs. To, you know, one, one of the one of my colleagues called him a stud. I'm thinking, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, right? Um, it's not his fault that he got hurt, right? He got hurt by a cheap shot in the ankle. Right. It's not his fault that he missed a whole bunch of games, but it's kind of the reality of it. Um, I, I want to go back to another aspect of this when he started talking about, you know, bringing guys back, and he talked about moving money. He kind of laughed. He said, oh, that's what we do now, right? Because they never yeah. did this before, and now it's kind of their thing. Uh, but I did like the fact when he talked about moving money around, bringing the guys back, and then when he said, quote, we invest a lot, and we want that investment back. That was one of the questions. I don't know if you asked him, but it talked about, well, what are you expecting out of Aaron Rodgers if he comes back for the $60 million you're paying him? He, he did say back and forth, well, they don't have to be here. But in other words, get here. The young guys need you here. We need you here. We're paying you a lot of money. We expect a lot back on our investment. And Because and, he was also emphatic. that says, we didn't invest in him. We made a big commitment to him, and it wasn't for just this year. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I, you know, I, they've been pretty differential to his off-season um, workout plans or off-season plans in general. Um, I think this is yeah. I, I agree that it was more of a strong. Hey, we need you here. Um, look, I, I don't think him being absent really impacted Dobbs and Watson all. Like in, he said, in, and I agree with what Ryder said at the time. You know, they, they need to learn the regular offense before they learn the rest of it. So I mean, I don't. I don't know if they'd have been any further ahead, um, but it doesn't hurt either. I'm, I'm not poo-pooing the whole right. thing of being here. I, I don't know that it, it was a big impact, but um, I would say if if you're being asked to be a team leader, you probably should be here. Exactly. And I think that's what Goody was trying to say, too. If you're a team leader, we need our leaders here. Um, so what do you think happens? Well, If you're going to put a crystal ball together and you're going to say, hey, by the end of June – this is what's gone on. Give me your crystal ball, Bill. <laughs> I have no idea, Bill. I'm as, I'm yeah, you do. Episode. Come I listen, on. I, li- I listened to what Goody said today. I read it over twice trying to write a story. I have no blessed idea what they're I-, I assume he's going to be back, right? I mean, but shoot, I mean, three days ago I thought he'd be gone. I don't. I honestly have no idea. Um, if, if you're Rodgers, it's, man, I, I realize he's got more money than God, but can you can – you, walk away from a $55 million option or whatever the hell 
the amount of money is. No. A lot of no. money to not play for. So I assume they'll be back and they'll resign as many of these guys as they can and hope that Watson and Dobbs can stay healthy. And those guys take off. You hope that Bakhtiari can stay healthy, which I think they're going to be fine there. So your O-line uh-huh. can have the continuity um, all through training camp and go from there that they didn't have this year. Um, you hope Rashawn Gary can get back. Hope you hit on a couple of traffic. Look, there's a lot of hoping here, right? I mean, you're so far right. behind the Eagles at this point. I mean, it's all you guys wishing and hoping. Because there's not going to be, they're not going to enter free agency with $20 million of cap space and go buy two or three impact guys. That just, that, that didn't happen. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to go out and spend a ton of money. It's just because it's not going to yeah, be yeah, there. Right. right. If if you have to spend money somewhere, would you buy more beef up front in the defense or would you buy a wide out and, and uh, try to add an additional weapon for Aaron Rodgers? Because I always go back. I still hear Ron Wolf in numerous interviews he and I had together telling me, I didn't do enough, I didn't do enough, I didn't do enough. I needed that extra guy. And that was one of his regrets. Would, which one would you go with if you're good against? Yeah, I'd, I'd go with Keyshawn Nixon, first of all, and I, and I would go big guys. My quick glance at a, at a free agent list of receivers the other day made me think, man, these guys all suck. And they, all, and they sucked last year, too, right? I mean, yeah. So I, I think in the – I'd probably go hope your young guys get better and you hope you hit one in the draft. Um, find big guys who are generally less expensive. But get Keyshawn Nixon first. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, Bill. Bill, great question. I'm proud of you, my friend. You asked a New York style question. You got a horse crap answer, but I'm proud of you for asking the damn question, man. I appreciate it. Good stuff, Bill. All right. Take care. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There you go. That's Bill Huber. He asked a question. He asked a couple of them like, hey, dude, if 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 you weren't a bad evaluator of talent and the talent's here, what the hell? Goody went, well, you see the first half? Boy, the first half were really good. We played really, really well. Wink, wink. <laughs> Bill asked the question, what do you expect for $60 million? We expect a lot back on our investment. Wink, I'm wink. I'm not sure, Bill. I wish I had the answer there. <laughs> right? It also helps uh, his name is Bill. Yeah, I know, right? For he's obvious just, purposes. He's, he's been gifted the, the intellect of the gods. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. You know, what do you do? You know, you can only deal with what you got, and he's right. You got to ask, let others ask. But, you know, when he just says, we never played complimentary football, goody. <laughs> In other words, yeah, your offense sucked and your defense needed to carry the team. We all knew it coming into the season. Why didn't your defense carry the team? We played some really, really good first halves. We had a good first half of games. We played well. Did you see that? First halves were great. Then something happened. We went in at halftime, and our defensive coordinator got stuck in the John. And what happened was somebody went into the John prior to the team coming in at halftime. Somebody just took a massive, left a catfish in that thing. They were trying to plunge it out. Joe ran in there at half, sat down backwards, didn't even look in the bowl, boom, sat on a plunger. I have no idea. Took about 45 minutes after the second half got started, getting the splinters out of his colon, and by then it was too late. I don't know what happened. Is that a little more graphic than you needed? No, that was good. Was it? Okay. Sometimes it just comes to me. You you Again, can't be proven wrong. This is true. Nobody's I'm, ever going to admit, no, he never never took a plunger to the colon. I agree with that. <laughs> I just, sometimes I listen to this and I think this is just so easy. 
You know, you really want to just go, hey, Brian, let's sit, let's sit down here. What the hell? And then have Brian kind of look around. He's like, Joe Barry, man, soft coverage. I'm out coached and, you know, second half adjustments are somewhat overrated. But if you look at the numbers in the first half versus the second half, we got our ass kicked. Okay. Thank you very much. What do you think about Joe coming back? Don't even ask me. Don't even ask me. Uh, we knocked down all the silos, you know, Russ Ball and me. We just kind of sit up there and go, what the hell? And, you know, well, you, Bill, you were there. You were sitting behind us uh, down in Chicago. We were looking at each other. Nobody wanted to talk to me. I was in such disgust. And, you know, m- you know, Mark Murphy and I were sitting there and, you know, eating in that crappy press box, sitting there like commoners, like you media commoner people. We don't even have a place to go in that giant toilet bowl that is a dump of soldier field god we can't wait till we get it so and then finally he says eh, joe perry <laughs> it's like okay okay i get it i get it uh 877-867-1670 stay tuned we got a lot more of the bill michael show it's going to be coming up mike clements coming up in the next hour as well he also asked some good questions we'll be back after this Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show continues on. 877-867-1670, Find us. Do it. Do it. Good stuff. Uh, give us a shout again, 877-867-1670. You can find us. Hey, uh, our friends at the Four Seasons Island Resort, they have got uh, some really good stuff happening uh, up there. As a matter of fact, I just talked to Barb yesterday, uh, and I always tell you to give her a call. Uh, but uh, they have a Chocolate Fest, which is coming up. Which is really cool. They had, which is February, the weekend of February 28th. There's going to be chocolate vendors and chocolate drinks and chocolate ice cream and chocolate desserts and all kinds of stuff. Pine Mountain Resort, if you're looking to go skiing still, uh, they are doing a lot of different things at Pine Mountain. There is the company bought both and now they're kind of sister properties and you have access to both. Uh, they're about 15 miles, 20 miles away. One's in the UP, Pine Mountains in the UP, Four Seasons is on the island uh, in the Muscana River. So many cool things going on, but get a hold of Barb. Uh, just give her a call, 715-938-5110. Set, call her directly, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110, or check them out at the4seasonswisconsin.com. But they got a lot of events coming up. We're actually heading up there at the end of, the, uh, end of February as well. We're going to be up there uh, doing some stuff. But looking forward to it. And they have the 2023 Pine Mountain Ski Jumping Continental Cup competition scheduled for March 3rd through the 5th. So if you want to go see a professional ski jumping, they got a hell of a ski jump up there. They have that coming up, too. So a lot of good stuff at Pine Mountain and the Four Seasons, and you can go in there and check it all out for yourself. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Give us a shout. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we're going to have a, uh, a conversation between you and I. And then Mike Clemens is going to join us. We'll talk with Mike. Uh, he was there uh, again, and he was inside 1265 today as the discussion with Brian Gudikins took place. So we're going to talk with Mike about all of that. 
Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.